Welcome to the Success with God and Psych podcast, where it's all about a purpose-driven life where God and psychology mix together and guide your way. And now, your host who's funny, informative, and a straight shooter, doing this so you have a better life, Dr. Jessica Kersner. Hey, 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 you know what I like to say? There's no better day than today for blessings, impact, and purpose. And today I have a special guest with me, my honey, David Kersner. And we're going to talk about relationships today. I figured uh, this would be good because who better to talk with me about it than him? Uh, So I spend my life with him. He's an awesome person. I think you guys will like him. And in particular today, I want to talk about uh, being yourself in a relationship. There's a quote that says, don't settle for a relationship that won't let you be yourself. Oprah Winfrey said that. And so we want to talk about being yourself in a relationship. So I'm going to start that when we get back guys. Meet Fred. Fred once felt stuck in a rut and he had trouble connecting with other people. Then Fred read the book Path to Loving Yourself by Dr. Jessica Kersner. Fred found the book interesting and exciting. The down-to-earth approach that the book takes helped to increase his self-esteem. Now, Fred spends less time feeling bad, and he grew to first love himself. Eventually, he gained the capacity to connect with others. You too can benefit from The Path to Loving Yourself by Dr. Jessica Kersner. Get your copy for only $9.95 from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or Books A Million. That's Path to Loving Yourself by Dr. Jessica Kirshner. Get up on your signed copy at healingactscoach.org. All right, and we're back, guys. And so we're going to jump straight into it. So um, so like I said today, we're going to talk about uh, relationships. And what do we think Oprah was on to something when she said, don't settle for a relationship that won't let you be yourself? Um, so we, I'm going to jump straight in and let David uh, start with this, just because you guys hear me talk all the time. And so, David, what do you think? Do you think that it's important to be yourself in a relationship, or do you think that uh, in a relationship you should be yourself, uh, that Oprah's on to something there? What do you think about that? I think it's key to be yourself um, in a multiple of circumstances, and most key, most paramount I think, and Oprah is dead on with it, is that you need to be yourself and you should be yourself uh, to have a successful, a fruitful and a rewarding relationship, uh, not only with your spouse, but friends, family, family members as well. Um, I, I, when we're talking about this, I thought about the Nathaniel Hawthorne Thorne quote from Scarlet Letter that uh, roughly translates to, uh, you can't be someone for yourself and to the masses and not finally be confused as to which person is the true person. And if you're trying to be someone that you're not or trying to put on a fake or a front for the person you're married to, um, they're not really married to the real you. They don't really know you. And the purpose of being married and having a relationship is having that, that, social intimacy with the other person. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I mean, I think even in our relationship, you have that, that, that intimacy there where you freely be yourself, but I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit and say, if I was truly who I was or who 
I, I think I could be in my in my bad qualities, being true to myself or being my raw self. I don't think it would work. I don't think our marriage could work because there are things that uh, there are things I needed to not be in this relationship for it to be for me to be who I needed to be for you and to be who I wanted to be in this relationship. And I don't know as that. Do you think that that's not being yourself or do you think that that's still me being true to myself in your, in this relationship? Well, I think there's a fine line to wanting to better yourself. Um, you know, whether it is, you know, be the best you, you can be, there's a fine line between that and being something you're not, you know, whether it be as innocuous as just agreeing that you like the same kind of food as the person you're with, or you like the same kind of movies and you actually really hate those movies and you despise those movies or, or uh, you say you like her friends and you actually don't. Um, it's small examples like that, uh, that I'm referring to, which is, which is completely different than I think what you were referring to, which was, which was, um, you know, things, things that you can do towards just bettering yourself. Yeah. 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 I, I think that's accurate. I think that I definitely wouldn't say like Dave is a big history buff for all you people who don't know. And I am like, Oh man, history makes me like snooze. Wouldn't you agree? That, yes. Like, that <laughs> Snooze is putting it lightly. Yes. This uh, is like that. History is like when he starts talking about it, I wish I could check in. But I'm just like, it's like blah, 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 blah. And I am authentic to myself. I am true to myself when I'm just like, I mean, what you just said kind of passed all the way over my head. Um, and he he's patient and he he loves me and he is kind. So I don't, I don't, I, don't, I haven't changed that. But I have changed a little bit of the crazy, you know, like if, uh, you know, things that were not necessarily beneficial to me in relationships, but they're still me and those, those traits are still there. Um, but you know, it's like, if I, if, if he did something to make me mad, I'm not going to just go off the handle and, and, and lose it. Whereas maybe, you know, five years ago I would have, um, what do you think you have like challenges you've had or that you, you would say that, uh, where times you were trying to figure out whether you were being authentic to yourself, or if you had to think about this, you say you might in our relationship say, Oh, you know, am I being true to myself or not? I think the biggest problem I struggled with in relationships and it's just relationships in general was um, at some point. I didn't ask you about relationships in general. I'm talking about our relationship. So in our relationship, you say, okay, in the beginning or even at any point in time, did you ever feel like, okay, well, I had to struggle with our, with myself or I had to struggle, you know, with like where you felt like you were being yourself or not. I, th I think the biggest thing is embracing the that I had to be comfortable with was embracing uh, the differences that me and and you have uh, going back to the example of history. You know, I I love history. I love, you know, the History Channel movies, books, just talking about it and completely geeking out on it uh, with people. And, and Jessica goes into a borderline coma when I start talking about the war of 1812. Um, but being proud about that, being proud about that. I love history or that I love these certain food dishes and 
Jessica hates them and doesn't like history, and that's perfectly okay. You know, you we can't marry our clones. I mean, that's that's boring. That's that's not efficient. It, it doesn't work. Um, so the biggest thing is embracing my own differences from from my wife, and then also embracing her differences, and, and that is what makes us unique. Uh, that's what makes us. Uh, love each other more and and want to really deep dive deep to understand each other even more okay all right we're going to take a break there guys we'll be right back after the break remember that dream job you had and life got in the way that business startup and things didn't go so right and the money and people weren't in line that degree you wanted to finish but something was always preventing it That relationship you weren't ready for, that you still regret, you still wonder what would have happened had things been right. Winston Churchill said, the pessimist sees difficulty in every opportunity. The optimist sees opportunity in every difficulty. When you're not finishing these things talking about the negatives, you're the pessimist. When you find that one reason to keep pushing forward, you're the optimist. Be an optimist today. See your opportunities. You only need one reason to keep pushing forward, and that reason is you. You're the best reason for you to keep pushing past the obvious difficulties and still saying, yes, yes, I will do. Walt Disney said the way to get started is to quit talking and begin doing. So begin doing it today with no excuses. I'm Dr. Jessica Kersner with your Healing Acts, Dr. K's Focus Me Minute. Email me questions or comments at focusmeminute at gmail.com. All right, guys, and we're back. And so when I was searching the Bible to say, okay, what does God say about being yourself in a relationship or just being um, true to yourself and Romans 15 and 7 says, accept one another then just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. So in the Bible, they even say, um, God says, hey, accept one another as God, just as Christ has accepted you. And when you think about how Christ accepts you, he says, you know, you have that unconditional love in that he is, he knows all your faults. He knows your bad pieces. He knows that you're not perfect and he still loves you regardless. And so, you know, I question, can you truly love someone as Christ loves someone in a relationship? And I don't know if people are capable because that's an awesome thing for God to be able to do, but I think we can strive to. And I know I definitely in our relationship strive to, um, to love David, regardless of how different we are or, um, or imperfections or even, you know, even with his perfections. And so, um, I'm guessing I'll ping it back on him to say for him to speak on that first. And then I'll kind of chime in with you, baby. So what do you think? So do you think that um, people are able to do what God says there and says, hey, love each other like Christ loves you, um, except you the same way? Well, we are super flawed people. I'm, I'm speaking from experience. I'm a super flawed individual. And what you were talking about, how we should love the people for for who they are, uh, even with their flaws, that should always be our goal. Um, do we always achieve it every day? Uh no, because we can, sometimes we can get frustrated with our partner. We can speak out in anger, or or have a moment where uh, we should have given given our given our partner grace, or or it would have been really awesome if we could have received it in that moment. Um, but it should always be the goal, and it should always be our focus. Um, 
And just because we don't get there today doesn't mean we can't be a little bit better tomorrow. The goal should always be to love a little bit more tomorrow, be a little bit better tomorrow. Um, because if that's that's your goal, you know, um, they talk about the duration of a marriage is where you build that love and you build that trust. And 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 that's where the awesome journey of, of marriage and uh where I'm seeing our awesome journey take us. Okay. So um, what you're saying is it's a daily commitment to say, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to love you that way. Like I'm going to say, okay, I, I see your flaws and I choose to love you or I choose to accept you. Yes, because it's, it's real. To me, it's real easy to be selfish. Selfish is a place of of being easy, of being uh, emotionally lazy. Um, and when you you reach out with love, ki- uh, kindness, understanding, uh, mutual respect, those take effort with everyone. You know, even our own children, our our mothers, our fathers, our spouses. That's something I know. I always have to practice, practice with. And, and I feel other people have to do that too. Um, yeah. I mean, I tell, I say that all the time is that, you know, when I have friends and they're, they're complaining about things in their relationships, often you have to remind, um, you have to remind ourselves and remind them that, you know, love is an action word as well. And so the act of loving someone is different than the feeling of loving someone. And when, you know, I practice the act of loving you, then I'm trying to be what I know you need from me. Not, and that's not necessarily being in, inauthentic to myself or not true to myself, but that is saying that, you know, every day I consciously say, okay, um, in this moment, am, am I helping you in this moment? Am I making things better for you? Um, and it is, it is in that way where people can say, you know, marriage takes work or so relationships, relationships take work that I think that's where the work is. That work is in purposely, making that an action word instead of just being like, okay, I love you. And you just say, I love you. And it's like, and then you don't do what I need to feel that love um, or to feel accepted. And I think it is a great point that you do, you do do it every day. I know I consciously do it every day. It, it does. I, even if I'm not thinking about it, I could reflect on it and see where in different moments I am. I am purposely saying, okay, you know, with our kids, you know, with family members, with even, you know, in our relationships, like you said, I am purposing um, that act of love. But it can be hard because sometimes people challenge that. Sometimes people challenge, um, challenge, they put you in a place where you have to challenge, you know, am I, uh, am I loving you just by accepting everything you do? Or should I say that this isn't good? Should I say that? No, that's not okay. And no, that's not something that should be acceptable. Are you saying that I should never say that? Or you think that we should never do that? No, there, because to me, there's, there's certain things that are character traits of, of individual, of individuals, uh, such as me, I'm, I can be a rather nervous person. Um, so that's something that's rather really hard to change. And to me, that's something that I can work on and I do work on. But at the same time, uh, I think Jessica would agree that that's something that she has taken to accept at some level. 
uh, that I that she is married to a rather nervous and sometimes anxious person. Now, on the other hand, if I was a smoker uh, or alcoholic or some other thing like that, uh, that would be something that to me, looking from the outside, that she could look to change or would look to change because it would benefit my health, my life, my relationship with other people. Um, we change the things that, that help benefit a person that are actions and not part of their character or part of their personality. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a, that's a, well, wait, cause you could have, okay. So I think that's, that is huge. Overall you do, you don't want to change things that are part of people's personality, but let's say you're mean and that's part of your personality. You got mean spirit. I mean, some people can on like guys, you know, everybody, some people can be just downright mean and you, you love them. You fell in love with this person or they're your best friend or they're your mom and dad. And that doesn't mean that you don't accept them as they are, but do you just say, you know what? I mean, even though you're mean, I'm going to not say that that's a thing you should work on because that's that's a personality trait. That's a character. That's a character thing, as you say. But some people, you need to say, you need to stop being so mean. Like, that's not something that's okay. That's not something that should be okay. And I think that you you can't change that person, but I think you should definitely highlight for that person that that's not a good trait. And for their benefit, because although I accept it, can you have the quality of life that you truly want or the relationships that are significant to the, to the, to the level that you want with that trait? You know, what do you think about that? Well, someone being mean to someone else is, is a, is a loaded situation right there. As you would as you uh, are the expert of, of someone that, that is got a mean personality. A lot of times there's lots of uh, hurt, and fear and other negative emotions like that. And uh, they manifest it as anger and, and, and meanness towards other people. Um, if, it, it, if I was mean towards you um, from the outside, I would say, why are you in a relationship with that person? Um, you know, we can always have moments where we are sharp of the tongue or we say something we don't mean or say it in a, in a tone that comes off as, as mean. But if we do it purposely, or if that person does it purposely, um, to the person that they're with, um, that, that's not what a relationship and that's not what a loving relationship is about. Um, I heard a sermon just the other day on the radio where it talked about how, um, the Bible lays out about how husbands should love and care and treat their wives with respect. Um, so it, it goes all the way back to that, of, of to the Bible, of, of treating the person you're with, treating your spouse with respect and love. Um, and, if there, and if you're in a relationship that, that you don't get that love and respect, and get me wrong, you can correct that person like, like, like Jessica was talking about, you know, hey, you're you're awful mean to your brother. Why are you mean to your brother? You could be more loving. You could be more understanding. You could be more nurturing in what he wants to do with his life. Um, but if that person just just keeps being mean to you day after day, you need to 
you need to reevaluate if if that's a good relationship for you to be in and be a part of at such an intimate level. But you just said if they're if they're trying to be mean. I mean, I know at times, I mean, even in our relationship, you can have a bad day and you could have been mean for a reason, but that doesn't mean that, okay, you're trying to be mean or you said people are hurt and people have past things that they're dealing with. I don't think those people walk out and say, let's be mean to someone. I think that they're just mean. And, you know, on one side of the coin, I could say, okay, people say, well, if people are trying, if they love you, then they try to change when you tell them what hurts you. So if I tell you you're being mean to me and I see you're trying to change, um, or even if, you know, because sometimes you can't even see people try, but the, you know, in some way you could see that some type of way you are aware that they're trying. But sometimes I don't think people are trying to be mean. I think it's just that that is just it, it, it is just that hurt. Like you say, let's say it's coming from a hurtful place. Let's go what you said there. Then it becomes a habit because then that's that self-protective place for myself. So how do I then change myself to be vulnerable? And that takes a long process. And so sometimes what if I've been what if I've been in a relationship with you for years and you've always been mean? Or if I've been a friend to you for years and you've always been mean, you know, so at some point you say, am I just supposed to say being true? Like I should just accept that and let you constantly hurt me repetitively because you don't mean to like, what does that mean? Cause I think if I was in a relationship, if I, and if in our relationship, you constantly was having a bad day at work and you came home every day and was mean and surly, then I wouldn't deal with that. I mean, I don't know how to, it, you know, maybe we need some marriage counseling. Maybe we need something else to kind of shift it. But I wouldn't definitely say that you say, oh, you know, I'm just going to accept that you're mean to me every day. And I don't think people should do that. So what then, but that's my opinion. And you could think they should. So I'm like, what do you think? Because they're not purposing. I think the big thing is to see when, when say you suggested to me that, I'd be less mean or correct my tone. And yes, that has happened uh, in the past. Um, and I didn't think I was, I had a, a, a vicious tone or, or, or mean tone. And Jessica thought I did. And what and I did was happen. I've done it too. And, and, and even when I don't think I do, I still correct myself. I still uh, apologize and look uh, to move forward with, not having uh, such a harsh tone. And I think that's what gets down to what you're talking about, where the the day after day thing, uh, that when you're in a relationship with someone and you suggest that they do something like, you know, change your tone or, or, you know, even take the shoes off at the door. Um, if to me, there's amount of respect there. If you try to meet the other person and meet their needs. Because if you're trying, if you love and respect that person, you're trying to meet what what their wishes and their desires are. And for me, if it's Jessica, for me to correct my tone and not have a harsh tone, then I'm going to try to correct that to the best of my ability and and check myself to make sure that I'm coming across in a loving manner towards her. Uh, but to me, a person that doesn't doesn't try to meet the other person, whether and, and you brought up the friends too, if they're not trying to meet you halfway, uh, then then to me they don't really respect you. Uh, for instance, I had a friend of mine um, that liked to mock and make fun of uh, Christians and Christianity, 
And as I was getting deeper into my faith, uh, the sort of the rift between us just started to get bigger and bigger because he thought it was a game. He thought it was funny. Um, and to, it came down to one point where he was finally just insulting about it and, and personally insulting to both me and my wife. And at that point I made the conscious decision to never talk to that individual again, uh, because I didn't think, I didn't think that he respected me as a person. He didn't respect uh, my beliefs, my faith. Uh, so to me, that's the difference between between making the steps to bridge the gap between a person in a relationship and not. And it's, do it you respect, respect? Do you respect that other person? Yeah. So it says if I if I try to adjust it, then you at least can see the respect, or you feel that. So and respect is really about that that accommodation. So when you respect someone, you know, if I know we have a difference and even if we disagree, um, me respecting your opinion is that I'm not going to talk down to you about it. I'm going to I'm going to at least listen to what you have to say and validate that. So I'm making that accommodation within myself to say, OK, we may disagree, but this is not on our battle right now. Um, so if in, in your relationship, that person needs to still be in a respect. So you may have had a bad day. So me, I don't have to accept you being mean, but I can say if I accept that, if I accept you in a way, like we say what Christ said to, to accept people, then I can say that, okay, you might have had that. And then I may have some type of word to say to you and then you adjust. So like I can say, you're talking to me, like we just talked about in that tone. And then you say, okay, let me adjust my tone because then that person just wants to restore. It's not necessarily that they might not come home that day, that way every day, but they will shift when you highlight for them that they're being that way. And I think that's a, that's a, that's I think that's a good compromise to say that okay well when I when I make this note to let you know this is how you how you are being right now well then you can shift it and it's not an argument about it because you're not half the time aware that you're doing it I think that's pretty fair all right guys we're gonna take a break and we're gonna come back with the final segment right after the break all right and we're back so what does psychology say about being in a relationship and uh, being uh, true to yourself or being able to be yourself in a relationship and what psychology says is the goal in a relationship is to remain close with your partner, but still maintain an identity as a separate person. And so the whole theory is that if you are authentic to yourself and you um, are true to yourself, you are happier, you are um, more hopeful about your relationship. And when that happens, your level of love is higher. Your your ability to remain passionate in a relationship is higher and your intimacy is higher. And so um, I wanted to talk a little bit just really quick about like, well, how do you remain separate in a relationship? So like even with friends, you know, we know people that are friends and they dress as twins and um, they, they like exactly the same things. They dress exactly the same. They um, listen to all the same music. And they say, how do you how do you say I see our differences and I embrace them differences and I don't feel the need to only only talk about or do the stuff that um, that you have in common? So how do you keep that individualized place in a relationship? So as usual, I'm going to ping it back to my hubby real quick. So what do you think, babe? Well, for well, for me, using the history analogy again, um, because Jessica just doesn't like history and I love history. Um, 
That's where friends come it's in. It's not that I don't like it. It just don't have a purpose. Oh, it has so much purpose. <laughs> See what I'm talking about here? But um, that's what that's what friends are for. I have friends of mine that studied history just like me and love history. So I get I get to have meaningful and fruitful conversations about uh, history with them. And that helps me strengthen my relationship with them. Uh, and also there's just times in the house when Jessica's recording or Jessica's asleep and, and that can be my time to watch something on the history channel or read a history book or, or just take some me time. And during that me time, that's when I'm, you know, eating my avocado sandwich and reading a good book about George Washington. And she's perfectly fine with that because, you know, she's in here uh, recording or or she's reading something that that brings meaning to her. And and it's great. It allows us to be ourselves. But then we we come together and and, you know, share things that we really love with each other. Yeah, I would I would have to agree, you know, that just in general, um, being able to maintain that individuality as a separate person in your relationship, it requires that you do have some outside people involved, whether it's friends, family, um, you know, coworkers, you know, hey, talk to other people. You know, you if you are only talking to your partner about everything, you know, I always have to remind people in marriage counseling that, you know, that's a that's a heavy burden for anybody. And one person cannot be everything to you. And there's no way you can embrace differences if I have to be everything. Um, and so, like David said, you know, I remember when we, we first got together, my thing was, who do you talk to? Like outside of me. And because I don't, I can't be that person. I can't be everything. And trying to be everything is just hard. And some people say they want to be all, end all, be all, whether it's a friend or in a romantic relationship. Um, uh, and that you can lose your individuality when you're trying to make one person everything. It just was never meant to be that way. And that's what psychology says. Psychology says, you know what? The way to remain individualized is to maintain your interest. Um, things that are important to you before, keep them important. Don't don't drop them. You know, keep up those friendships that were important to you when you were single. You still want to make sure you prioritize those things and say, hey, you know, you are still important to important to me. And then support your partner in making these things happen. You know, don't try to don't try to seclude them and make them just about you. Um, and I know in our relationship, we both are very social people in that we and very uh, we, we're all about memory. So we David and myself both prioritize talking to our friends and um, and family and including them in, in everything. And honestly, he's right. If he tries to talk to me about history, even if I try, even if I purpose and I go, OK, Let's talk about like something I'm really interested about is like once he starts going, you know, like 20 years ago is like as soon as he says that my brain goes, OK, this has no purpose. I can't make myself check in, but he can geek out with his friends about that. Some of his friends about that. And that I love that they can do that. And it's a relief for me that I don't have to do it um, because just trying to and, and remain engaged and remaining like checked in. I don't want him to feel bad about it. Um, and feel like I don't care in that moment. I really don't care what he's talking about, but I care that he cares. So I'm glad that, you know, he has someone that he can chime in about that. And I think that's the biggest piece is that 
you have someone that you could do that with. And that doesn't take away from our relationship at all. If anything, it makes our relationship stronger because then we don't have to have arguments that I don't like it, you know, and he needs to do it. Um, and it's not like that is something that is a central piece of conversation that we need to have. So anything else you think they need to hear about baby today that we haven't covered, or you think that is important to just being true to yourself, or you think we've given it a good rundown? I'll give it a good rundown for today. Okay. You'll give it a good rundown. All right. So you've got a check from David. So, uh, uh, thanks for tuning in today, guys. Remember, check us out at Helinax, Dr. K, um, at Instagram, Facebook. Um, also, um, go like the podcast on uh, iTunes. Do go grab a copy of the book. It's at Amazon, Path to Loving Yourself. Um, the new book is coming out soon. I'm, I'm excited about that. It should be next month on the 25th. It should drop. Um, but Yes, guys, check us out, like the podcast, review it, share it with your friends, and I'll see you next time. Have a good day.